Hello everyone, this is Myra with Halepuli's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. Life, you know, has taken so many turns for many of us these days. Clients have said to me, I feel like I'm losing my mind. And others are sometimes feeling hopeless and disempowered or without purpose in life. I've had all of those feelings at some points in my life. They aren't wrong, and the self-judgment that often goes along with those kinds of feelings only makes them more harmful. It's natural to move through a full range of emotions throughout life, and sometimes we get stuck in one for a while. Feeling stuck in negative emotion has to do with what we're attached to, or anything that we're not accepting in life. Moving through the emotions seems to be a matter of when we let go. But how do we do that? When we're attached to something being our way, not allowing change, or we're just not digesting something in our lives, Agni, our digestive fire, becomes disturbed and it doesn't work well. That emotional resistance uh, and or mental angst causes the physical digestion to go off and that can cause the accumulation of toxins on both the physical and mental levels. And then it has a negative effect on our ability to digest life and it becomes a vicious cycle. You know, we're truly dynamic, holistic beings. We have many layers, and there's so much more power in our subtleties that we so often skim over them and and miss them completely. Seeing this relationship between Agni and our mental health is revealing on a simple day-to-day level. When we aren't digesting life, meaning being in acceptance, it's impossible to move into solutions. And then that ongoing focus on the problem means that the mind is operating at a different vibration. Mentally, we won't be able to see or hear solutions. And worrying about the problem makes it easy to really spiral downward into what feels like a dark hole with no way out. But of course there is a way out. And it feeds a spiral upward. And what that is, is seva, or service. So what is seva, really? Is it just doing for others? or giving stuff or money to others? Not really. Think of it as an act that purely out of compassion and caring for others. It's often said to care for others above oneself. And this can be construed to mean you don't take care of yourself. And it's important, of course, to take care of your basic needs or you can't be available to give to others. So the idea of doing for others until you have a mental or physical crash 
doesn't make sense. And think about it. No one's counting or keeping score on what you're doing. So what happens in the moment of service? The moment of that exchange of energy. Yes, there is an exchange, a giving and a receiving. I've personally experienced this many times in my life and seen others' lives transform from doing the same. The opportunity to be of service to others is an amazing gift. You know, it can be our work, or it may be some special activity beyond our work, or maybe just doing something for a neighbor or a family member, something large or small. There are many ways the opportunity to be of service can present itself in life. The Bhagavad Gita, one of the texts of yoga, talks about charity that's given without any expectation of reward at a proper place, at an auspicious time, to an appropriate recipient, with the mindset that it's to be given in the mode of goodness. And so the result for the giver can be an increase in well-being and really improved self-confidence. Consider that the experience of giving freely brings us freedom. It's allowing prana to flow between ourselves and others without attachments, without hooks. It allows us to experience our own prana, our life force, in a, in a flowing and expanded way. This is cultivating sattva, balance and harmony and the light of consciousness in our lives. The Gita goes on to say that charity given reluctantly with the expectation of something in return or with a self-centered desire for results, things like looking good, is that this is in the mode of passion or rajas and will not bring well-being to the giver but cause disturbance in the mind. In that situation, essentially we're lying to ourselves about what's happening and that's where the real damage can be done. It contributes to avidya, illusion and delusion. And it's building ego rather than self-confidence. And it's easy for we humans to get into this. And this is when we're really embroiled in the kleshas or the afflictions of life. You know, the same thing can occur with donating time or money for recognition. So it's always a good idea to, to look at our real motives for our actions. And then the Gita also says, just as someone who's not self-aware can be attached to their activities, similarly, the aware or wise person must work without attachment and for the welfare of all. And this becomes sattva. Sometimes we fall into avidya, that illusion, 
in this situation, thinking that doing this, doing this giving, puts us above others. And this goes to the consideration in yoga that we're meant to be in the world fully, but not of it. And this certainly doesn't put us above others, but rather it serves to keep us right size, cultivating equanimity. In other words, not embroiled in the passionate conflict of the day. So seva that's inspired from sattva then creates a transformation of personality, which we're all capable of, if we're willing. Many years ago, after I had been in Ayurveda and yoga for about eight years, you know, my mother said to me, you've really changed. And I really took pause in that moment. You know, it was a really beautiful thing coming from my mother because, um, you know, as a young person, I wasn't very easy to be around. But I had changed. I was less self-centered. But it didn't mean I was finished. Only that I had begun to step into my life. Seva is a fundamental principle in yoga, as the Bhagavad Gita references working for the welfare of all. And this is a great thing to recognize that each of us is a part of the whole. So it includes ourselves and doesn't exclude anyone. It's an attitude in life where we understand that we're all part of this dynamic, this ever-changing nature. And that when we're in service, just, just with the attitude, in service to the whole, then we actually receive exponentially. So here's some things to consider. Give it the right time in the right way the right thing and to the right receiver. So how do we know this? Well, some of that comes through experience and getting to know ourselves inside and learning how to be honest with ourselves. And it'll be easy to give and it'll be easily received. So check yourself for clarity and honesty in your motives. And then give it a go. See how it feels. Give from a place of abundance in order to give freely. And this is something that helps us learn how to trust that really all is well to trust the process of life. No one will suffer from that giving. So check your motives for giving in order to experience the best results for everyone. You know, we've seen people in our Agni therapy program be of service to one another, and it's really incredible to witness and be a part of. You know, we see that those who are of service to others just by sharing and being present with others, they've stayed on their path and they've developed their own skills in Ayurveda and yoga by educating and supporting new people. And so how does this connect to our mental health? 
Well, the feeling of being of service to another is one of the sweetest things I've ever experienced. It can be the simplest thing, and that there is that moment of energetic exchange. There's really nothing else like it. It's not contrived. It just is. And it's a fantastic way to clear some skara, some of our impressions from the past, and to create positive karma around us and inside of us, too. It's allowing yourself to have a new experience of yourself. And consider our bodies follow what our minds are telling it. Healthy balance of the mind is a result of a, a few things working together. Our shraddha, which is our, our faith. Our agni, which is our digestive capacity. And the amount of physical and mental toxins that are present. So seva, our being of service, gets us out of ourselves so that we're not so self-absorbed and only thinking of ourselves. You know, doing something for someone else, like just helping out with the dishes, the simplest things can often be enough to begin that shift of energy to an improved mental state. It's one of the key elements that we use in Ayurveda and yoga to support people to move out of addiction. When we give freely, an amazing feeling occurs inside of us as we're letting our prana flow. And when prana flows, we heal mentally, physically, and spiritually. And this is the transformation of personality that can occur for all of us, moment by moment and day by day. Stepping out of the resistance when we feel mentally low and stepping into the energy of giving and receiving connects us with the divine intelligence behind all of life. And all it takes are baby steps. So giving is important, but receiving is also necessary because it shows us how we're a part of, a part of the bigger picture of life. Allowing ourselves to receive love and support and gifts with grace and appreciation is part of the flow of life. It enables us to connect with others and, and, and with the endless abundance of the cosmos. In order to give freely, we must be able to receive freely. And so energy flows. So what I've been talking about is attitude and willingness. And our attitude is what we're doing with our energy. For example, think about your attitude as it relates to your work. It doesn't have to be seen as just work, something you have to do. Rather, you can think of it as participating in life in the conscious evolution of yourself and all things. Does that feel like a big leap for you? I always like to 
suggest to people when they say, oh, I really want to quit my job, that it's a really good idea to find a way to work with all the really good things in it. And then you get free. Find some ways to be of service at work, at home and anywhere in life. So here's a good place to start. Don't leave a trail behind you for others to clean up. Look around before you move from one room to another or one place to another. And that means to bring consciousness to all of your movements and decisions. How is this space going to look when the next person walks into it? If I don't take care of something, will someone else have to? If I skip this step, will there be consequences for others? And so that means let go of the rushing. Perhaps you've heard the expression, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Think about that. Being unconscious in our daily life can sometimes mm, set us up to be a victim of our own actions. And here's something that being of service isn't. Doing everything for someone else, particularly children. You know, we're meant to be challenged in life. Doing everything for our children traps them Doing everything for our children traps them, too. This isn't service. Service is allowing them to experience their mistakes and their accomplishments. Then they'll have the tools and the experience to respond to life in their world, to learn and to grow from it. Service is really about being present in our lives. Consider that giving at the right time, the right thing, and to the right person, it'll happen easily and smoothly. Service by its nature is a spiritual act because it acknowledges the interconnectedness of life. By helping others, you're helping yourself. Consider that we're all in service as part of the intelligence of nature. Even by breathing, we provide service for the plants and the trees. Now, if we don't do service, we get caught up in our thinking and worry, get greedy or withdraw from life. Sitting around thinking about ourselves all the time really drives us totally crazy. And it's unfulfilling and it cultivates tamas, stagnation or negativity and disconnection. Step into divine will and take the opportunity all day long to be of service. Try it for a day. See how you feel at the end of the day. A recent graduate from our Agni therapy program told me that she feels so much more tapped into herself with a sense of direction and clarity and purpose. And this is exactly what happens when we improve our ability to digest food and digest life. So if you're feeling lost or anxious and disempowered right now, then consider joining the Agni therapy program and becoming part of a 
a global conscious community of self-healers. It's about so much more than digestive health. It's a framework for conscious, empowered, and fulfilled living. And through Agni therapy, you'll have the opportunity to be of great service to both yourself and to others. And you can find out more about that on our website, halepule.com. H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E.com. Until next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join simple Ayurvedic cooking with Halepule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.